to the Color Mania Show. Thank you for joining today. So today we're going to quickly talk about this Halloween topic again. So in our previous podcast, uh, episode two, we talked about Christians and Halloween and should they mingle together? And we kind of gave you our, well, we did give you our perspective on that and, and gave you some things to think about so that you can make the right decision and praying about it with your family. So today we're going to talk about some alternatives regarding October 31st. I'm Tanya. And I'm Michael. So let's go ahead and get started because, you know, after talking to a couple friends about this, I, I started to think about it a little bit more. I'm like, okay, so... You know, we talked about the evilness and, you know, the background around Halloween. But, you know, as believers, um, what do we do? What are some alternatives to October 31st? I'm not going to call it Halloween just for um, going forward. But I'm going to try to say for the day of October 31st. Yeah, and I like this conversation. I think it's necessary to have this follow-up because it's one thing to just start talking about problems with something, but then that almost uh, demands the question of, well, then what's the solution? Right. <laughs> and right. so this is, this is kind of the second part of that, the, se- the, the, the answer B to that, to, to what is the solution then? If, if, if there's a big problem with the holiday and we as Christians are deciding not to, to celebrate it in the traditional ways, then, then, then what's the solution? What do we do? Is there something Christians can do in the alternative right. or should we just av- avoid it all together and just try to hide from the holiday? Right. Um, and so I think that's the thing here is to talk about is like, okay, what are the alternatives? And, you know, you and I were talking about this. We're throwing out ideas because our family does not celebrate Halloween. We don't even uh, participate in dressing up. We don't do um, the trunk or treat type of thing. Um, You know, if you don't have any understanding regarding trick or treat, um, check out um, the previous podcast episode two, just to get a little bit of background around some of these traditions that were done. But, you know, um, I guess I'll pose this question to you. Do you think it's okay for us to go and do things like um, fall festivals and things like that? Um, you know, and that it's, it's a hard question, you know, because, and, you know, I, I related in the, the last post on, on how I grew up with kind of a conflicted, uh, upbringing that where my family kind of went back and forth, didn't know what to do. You know, we started out, um, celebrating the holiday traditionally, like anybody else does going trick or treating door to door when people did that more than they do today. Um, and, and then, um, my family came to, uh, to the realization of, of, the origins of this holiday and how much of the occult is involved and wondering whether we should participate in this at all. And, and we went to the other extreme of, 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 of avoiding it all together and not participating in any way, shape or form. And, and then my family kind of came back and allowed some things when my sister's came about and allowed them to do a, a, you know go to the neighbor's house and get some candy maybe not dress up and you know maybe a, a few things like maybe go to a party or two as long as you didn't have anything to do with the occult and so you know we were a little schizophrenic with that and a little conflicted on on what to do so I kind of grew up in 
in that environment and just kind of wondering myself is, you know, is it okay to participate? If it's not, then is it okay to do some kind of alternatives to this? Mm-hmm. Um, certainly if, if you go to a fall festival that has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween, I, I love uh, a local farm that we go to that has a pumpkin patch and has a, a, a festival going on and they don't have any Halloween decorations yeah, awesome. up. And so it's not a celebration of Halloween. It's just mm-hmm. a fall festival and you can go there and have fun and get some pumpkins and play in uh, uh, a, a corn pool a pool full of, of corn food. and get some good food and ride some horses and there's bands playing and things like that and there's nothing spooky going on you don't have all these ghosts and goblins and witches and everything everywhere yeah. um, you have a maze that's just a maze through the cornfield you know and you know certainly I would think that that is okay with we could do some of those things and yeah, go to to go to fall festivals mm-hmm. um i know at our house sometimes we would just uh, avoid the holiday right uh, sometimes we would yeah. even like turn out all the lights and and don't make sure that the door. D- make sure nobody comes <laughs> you know comes to our door if they do come to the door don't don't answer i think sometimes we would go out to eat so we wouldn't even be home yeah you know or you know or do we do like some people do and, and see it as an evangelism um tool to be able to give not only candy but maybe some tracts as people are coming to to the door and maybe look for opportunities to talk with some people and share the love of of jesus is that okay Mm -hmm. as as an alternative or do we want to celebrate it in some our trunk or treats okay you know you see churches having trunk or treats where people are dressing up hopefully not as witches and goblins and devils and things like that but just dressing up and maybe having a trunk that uh is is god centered and oriented um but if we do that are we also in some way shape or form compromising with the culture and actually celebrating halloween which is not a christian holiday yeah i i think i'm conflicted about that again this is me um personally and you know we we talked about that in the previous episode where you know does that open doors to more things And so, you know, I was just thinking about that, you know, uh, because people would say, but it's just innocent to go and do trunk or treat. But I I, I still believe in my heart and, you know, that's a conviction, but I still believe that that's probably a gray area, that it opens the door and it entices to, to want to do more, you know, like if you're doing it at the church. And again, I think I have... I just have such conflicts with the church participating in kind of a worldly um, event, even if it's, yeah, we're glorifying God, you know, and I just have a hard time with it still because I think that it's still, it's it's still opening that door. Well, what about, you know, I've heard of, of churches that try to actually celebrate the All Saints Day alternative and um, have like a dress up party where you dress up as saints um and and really um advertise it up as as being a celebration of all saints day as we saw uh pope gregory the third moving back in the day in the 800s i believe uh all saints day from may to november 1st in order to um try to counteract the pagan holiday celebration of the dead and be more about the Christian holiday about those who are dead in Christ, you know, and martyrs and those who have died in the faith um, to try to counteract that and be a Christian alternative. Um, Is it okay for churches if they 
really have an All Saints Day celebration, you know, or call it a fall festival um, <laughs> and, and really not acknowledge Halloween and anything spooky. You mean October 31st. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean. Although Halloween, the term derives from yes. All Saints Day. Yes, it and, does. Uh, that was so, so, uh, such a holy day about those who have died in Christ, and especially yeah. those that have been yeah. martyred, that the day before that was All Hallows' Eve. Yeah. And that just, when people said it quickly over time, it just kind of converted into saying Halloween. Halloween, Hallows' Eve. All yeah. Hallows' Eve, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I think that could be an alternative, I think, um, which, you know, I would love our listeners to give us ideas of what they do, because that would be pretty cool. But I've also heard of um, the opportunity to just open your home and invite other believers and breaking bread, having fellowship, having a great time, having the kids play, um, enjoy the day. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know... (laughs) You're doing all the the trick-or-treating and all that stuff because, you know, if if our kids want candy, can't we give them candy every day? And I I get it. They're getting candy from all kinds of different places, and it's kind of fun. It's like a treasure hunt to look through. But, you know, the alternative I thought sounded pretty neat is, you know, just have, you know, some really um, close believers that you have that same perspective and, you know, everybody comes together and everybody you know fellowships breaks bread together and prays together and enjoys um that wonderful fellowship and just kind of i wouldn't say avoid 1031 but more um just make it more of a special day of worship i mean we should be worshiping every day no matter what but like even on that particular night you know you're coming together. You could even have communion together. I think that would be pretty special. It's like, Lord, we, you know, we're praying over our lives right now, even though there's a lot of evil happening, you know, we pray, um, and continue to surrender our lives to you. I thought that was a a really neat alternative. I've, I've talked to a friend about that, um, over the years. Yeah, you know, and I like kind of like that idea of of why don't we make this just a, a celebration for all of those who are alive in Christ? You know, why does this have to be a festival about the dead? Just because we're going into the winter and leaves are falling off the trees and everything is starting to look dead. That's why all these pagan religions started to... to worry about that this was a time where the 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 dead would cross over uh into this world and just start wreaking all this havoc and they were mm-hmm. so afraid of that we as believers don't need to be afraid mm-hmm. of the devil and demons we are more than conquerors um we have angels and god on our side which is much stronger than the devil the devil is not the opposing equal of god the devil is a very limited angel and is not anywhere comparable to god himself and so you know what if we use this as a time to celebrate being alive in christ and don't have anything about the dead those who are dead in 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 the faith are not dead they're alive. They are alive in heaven. So um, when you are in Christ, you are always alive. And let's celebrate that life I, on that day. I, I like that. We need to, to do that. I like that. Um, that is a, a great alternative, you know, and 
I think it just makes it really hard for small children, you know, in neighborhoods, they see other kids or maybe, um, I know, for example, our daughter, when we were doing our soccer practice, she had a conversation with a small, another small little girl. Um, and they were talking back and forth regarding, you know, do you believe in Halloween? Do you celebrate Halloween? And then, you know, my daughter, our daughter, she was basically saying, you know, we, we don't celebrate Halloween. And the girl was like, well, why I do. And, you know, our daughter was like, because it doesn't glorify God, the actual Halloween um, dressing up and doing the actual um, things that we talked about previously. But what was really neat is, you know, she's like, but does it honor God? And the other little girl actually said, but it does. So, you know, it can be enticing to even our child who's homeschooled to hear other kids, but you know, I'm doing it this way or I am participating. So we really have to speak to our kids about it. When we do something different for 1031, we want to really explain to our children that, you know, we're doing this to glorify God because we want to glorify God every day. But today is going to be special because like you said, we're going to celebrate our life in Christ. We have been risen from the dead and now we have life in Christ and we're going to break bread. We're going to break bread with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. I think that's a pretty cool alternative. I would love to hear others in their alternatives as well. Yeah. And, you know, we're, and we're all going to draw these lines differently right. and have different alternatives. Yeah. But I love the standard that you threw out there about always asking ourselves, what are we doing that is honoring God? And when it comes to this holiday, um, we we all have to to draw Christian standards with this very pagan holiday. And, and I hope we're not just celebrating it the same way that the rest of the culture is, that we in some way are being distinct and different. And in that way, um, whatever we choose to do, what how is it honoring God and yeah. glorifying him. That is what we are to do with all of our yeah. life to include this holiday. And so I think that is a good lens to always look through when we're trying to figure out what we're going to do with this holiday and how we're going to celebrate it is always ask ourselves, whatever we do, is this honoring God and glorifying him? Yeah. And you know, with that, um, I mean, you kind of wrapped it up, right? <laughs> you, you wrapped it up. And, you know, there's so many neat and creative things that we could do. But I, you know, I truly love just coming together and breaking bread and celebrating our life. I mean, at one point we were all dead. Those who believe in Jesus Christ, we were all dead, destined for hell destined to be apart from Jesus Christ forever. But because of his great mercy, because of his great love, we want to honor him and the things that we're doing and the things that we participate in and the things that we're thinking, watching every single thing that was just spoken of just now, um, that we continue to honor him in all we do. And, you know, if it's just coming together and doing something simple like that on 1031, then so be it. 
but I love that idea. Celebrating our life in Christ. Let's don't yeah. have this to have yeah. anything to do with the dead. Let's let's in the spooky. Let's do just the opposite. <laughs> let's celebrate the joy that we have in being alive in Christ. We do not fear death. We do not fear the dark side. Yeah. Um, I just I just love I just love that. And, you know, like I would echo what your request and asking everybody would love your ideas on on uh, different ways that we can celebrate our life in Christ during this time and different alternatives that you, that the ideas that you have in celebrating this. Yeah. So definitely we would love your feedback. We'd love to hear um, any alternatives that would be awesome. It would give us a great idea to do next year as well as we're probably going to do the alternative of, having fellowship and breaking bread together. So yeah, so that kind of wraps this little session up because we just wanted to talk quickly about some alternatives for 1031. And so hopefully you found this podcast helpful and we will see you guys next time. God bless.